Hey everyone, this is your Forever DM, Daniel here. Just a few quick announcements before we get into the show. Wanted to let everyone know that we'll be at UUCon on October 29th. Uh, we'll be in room 3 from 3 to 4 p.m. doing a panel on one-shot adventure designs for D&D. So if you're interested in that or in the area, please come by and say hi. On top of that, after this episode this week, we'll be doing a couple behind-the-scenes episodes going over our thoughts on the podcast and where we plan on taking it from here, along with a special episode where Daniel asked me a few questions on taking one of our episodes and turning it into a one-shot adventure for our friends. It's a little bit wild and a bit different from what we're used to doing, but hey, let us know if you like it and we can definitely do it more. Other than that, I'll let you guys all get into the episode. No, no, yeah. Okay. Oh, you think I haven't seen Rush Hour? What the fuck? All right, cool. That's hey, like everyone. A, oh. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to One Shot at a Time, a D&D podcast where we take a random prompt and turn it into a one-shot adventure. I'm your forever DM, Daniel Luck. And I'm Daniel Radcliffe. You may know me from such movies as... What's this, then? My <laughs> normal arms have become firearms, as in I have guns where my hands should be. Okay. I think that was a movie he did. Is that a Harry Potter movie? Yeah, yeah, it's um, Harry Potter and the Akimbo CZ 95s. <laughs> oh man, that just makes me think of like Modern Warfare 2, which is actually coming back out again. And the two yes, Akimbo shotguns yes. that they have. Very topical, very topical. We like to keep up with all the latest Activision games here at One Shot at a Time. Dude, I saw a meme recently where they were like, oh yeah, it's 2009 again with Modern Warfare 2 coming out and Avatar coming in theaters. Oh yeah, they're doing Avatar 2. Yeah. That's going to flop so hard. <laughs> Really? You think so? I don't. I mean, like, Avatar is such a non-memorable movie, right? Like it's Pocahontas, right? Well, no. I mean, like, for, forget like the the content, and forget that, that I bumped the mic. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll try to remove that in post, and if we can't, then now you know what happened. Yeah, I'm a bad editor. But like, there's just. I mean, if you talk to people about Avatar, there's like nothing that is memorable about the movie, right? It was just like a huge box office hit. But if you think back on it, it's like, well. What was in it? It was like blue people and there was some very stupidly named metal. Yeah, and space aliens. It just looked really cool. It was like, at the time, like graphically, it was like next gen. Right, right, right. But I think it's just kind of like been eclipsed at this point. Yeah. Like it's not really like the technolog- technological marvel it used to be. I mean, it still probably looks really good, but I think people just like, I don't think there's anything about like the universe that people really love. It yeah. was just like, it was the, a cool movie to watch at the time. And then if you try to make a sequel of it, then it's it's bound to flop. You're gonna hear first, James Cameron, I'm calling you out, bitch! Successful director ass, motherfucker! <laughs> I should probably not curse that much. It's fine. It, this, this is an explicit podcast, so, you know, all you children out there who are listening, know that you're pretty cool. Fuck you if you're under 18, young ass bitch! <laughs> not actually, obviously, because we do not condone- Whoa, are you gonna say it? Nope. Nice. Alright, you know what we don't condone. Fill in the blanks. Pedophil in the blanks. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, so continuing on with our Halloween trend for this month. This episode is a nightmare, I agree. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is a nightmare on Elm Street. Why not? Wait, what is the prompt? What's, what's the prompt? So the prompt today, because we have one faithful listener that we've mentioned multiple times. Okay, so it actually episode, has nothing to do with Halloween. It kind of does. It has vampires in it. Anyways, the prompt today, Great. we're going to create an episode for our dear friend richard with a halloween spin on it um, oh with a halloween spin yeah okay interesting well maybe we'll Hall- i feel like it's already halloween enough with what he likes but we'll see we'll see what happens okay yeah i mean i feel like that's unnecessarily limiting given the scope of what we know about him right yeah Sh- okay so shall we reveal who this lucky listener is that gets the- our full attention this episode yep all right three Two, Two, one, Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Come on in, Daniel. Oh, alrighty then, here I be. Daniel, I didn't realize that you were Irish. Oh. You pull off such a great accent in all the Harry Potter movies, and you seem just like a London-born Englishman. Yeah, it's called acting, mate. Oh, wow, you've (laughs) really displayed that. You can also do a great, authentic Australian accent. Thank you very much. (laughs) I've, I've spoken to many Australians, and I can vouch... For the fact that your accent is perfectly authentic. Perfect, perfect. All right. I can also do a great American accent. Really? Let, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is like, you should have been Peter Parker. 
oh shit, you're right. In the movies. Yeah, maybe I'll apply for it for the sequel when they recast him for the eighth time. No, I think there's too much legal bullshit going on and there's never going to be another Spider-Man movie ever again. <laughs> Curse you, Sony. Oh well. I guess I'll find my other ways to sneak into Marvel. Great. Yeah. And scene? Ooh, cool. Good bit. Okay, right. that, yeah, that wasn't actually Daniel Radcliffe. No, no, This is no. Daniel Locke, actually. Yeah. The host of the show. Pretending to be Daniel Radcliffe. Wow. Yeah. It was. See, that's acting. You just take the character, uh-huh. you read about it, and then you pretend to be them. Really? In that moment. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought they were all just like, I thought movies were real. They are. They're made That's real. why they call them documentaries? <laughs> Certain movies are hard. Okay, anyways. But the ones I do This are... is all getting edited out. What's the prompt? What's the prompt? All right, the prompt, uh, we're doing an episode for our favorite listener, Richard. He is at Snazix underscore art, plugging him again on Instagram. I think every time we have plugged Richard, it's been like so incoherent that no one would actually know how to look him up. So this time... Season finale, we're going to do the true plug. Yeah. Here we go. At Snizix, S-N-I-Z-I-X underscore art, A-R-T. Nice. Yeah. And that's our show for this week, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you check out Snizix. Give him a like and a follow. And I will see you in the next one. No, get back here, man. All right, <laughs> we got to make an episode. Okay. So I wanted to do an episode somewhat Halloween themed, but the idea is that we would create an episode based off things we know about Richard and what he likes. Right. All right. I think this would be a fun exercise to do for like public facing figure but it's a funny exercise to do for someone that nobody really knows <laughs> not to say that richard is a nobody i think he's a great guy but it's just it's just very funny to be like yeah he's just like a guy i know yeah he has a decent instagram following yeah i mean he doesn't he's not like trying to make it or anything he's not like trying to be public facing at all yeah he's just a guy i, know. I think he actually would like to avoid that yeah but we're not letting that happen but he has an instagram so Fuck you, Richard, you good at art ass motherfucker. And somewhat decent Street Fighter player. Yeah. I fucking hate your Mika. Anyways, okay, so let's start off with what we know about Richard and what we might be able to work with. So we'll start with you because you probably know Richard less than I do. All right, my favorite memory of Richard is um, we were both sitting down at an Olive Garden and I didn't realize he was there. I was there with uh, my wife at the time. We've divorced (laughs) Uh, it's been already several years. Um, but yeah, I just heard um, this like deep and uh, mesmerizing voice, like these dulcet tones. And I turned around and who was there but Richard at Snizix underscore art on Instagram. He was there. Uh, he had he had brought his like flock of peacocks. <laughs> um, yeah and they were just kind of uh what do you call it when peacocks when birds like um they flourish like, they 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 like drink water at pools they drink. anyways none of this actually happened and i've never been married oh man i was gonna say i would have been horrifically offended if you didn't invite me to your wedding and then your divorce right yeah <laughs> right 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 well i mean i didn't invite anybody to the wedding i invited everybody to the divorce okay um, but not me clearly because i was right right that was the real cause for celebration yeah <laughs> okay anyways oh man well i'm glad you're fully divorced and not actually married yeah so that was a fun bit anyways <laughs> Probably, what what is this is foreshadowing for when you do actually see Richard at an Olive Garden? Yes, yes, and I'm going to marry him. Okay. Congrats. I'll, I'll officiate if you need me to. Great, great, great. Anyways, that was a fun bit. We like to have fun around here. Yeah. That wasn't anything to do with the episode. We are just having fun, catching up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all I know about Richard is, I know where he, what state he lives in, and okay. I won't say it. Okay. Because one time I asked where he lived because I was curious about like what his internet situation was because he always lags when we play games online. <laughs> and he seemed like very defensive. <laughs> so I I won't pursue the topic. I know that he's into fighting games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's like really into Mega Man or he was just making the game at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't he's know, pretty into Mega Man. Don't know what about Mega Man he's into. I also know he's just really into big boobies. Okay. So, Big Boobies, Mega Man, and... Uh, He's also very good at drawing Big Boobies. Very movies. good at drawing, yeah. And things that might be in the background of uh, an art piece about someone with Big Boobies. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, so I'll take it from here. So, based off our previous episodes, we've established that Richard likes space. Right. Big Boobies. Indeed. Um, anime. Anime. He likes anime. Yeah, nuns, vampires, and drawing. 
and the gothic-esque style. Right. And to contextualize that, well, actually, I don't really know. Is it like an ongoing story or is it, I don't know if it's like an ongoing story or a bunch of different just concept pieces, but he does seem to have some sort of continuity where there is like a sort of religious sect. Yeah, so he has- That is battling vampires. Yeah, so he's created like a few comic book panels on his Instagram, which we plugged already, so That's please check it out. That's at underscore art on Instagram. Yep, we're going to keep plugging it every few minutes so everyone knows. That's at Ben Stiller on Twitter. <laughs> That's B-E-N-S-T-I-L-L-E-R, at the real Ben Stiller on Twitter. Yeah, don't misplace the B with the D, because then you're going to get a distillery, and that's totally something else. <laughs> oh, that's a great, great bit. Thank you. Great uh, bit. But yeah, so in his series that he's worked on, he has a few characters. Uh, he's even made a game called Digital Rose on Steam, if you guys want to check it out. Um, it's very hard. It is very hard. I think someone left, like, someone we don't know left, like, this scathing review on the on the game. And I, <laughs> I was like, what is this guy's deal? Like, how, how sad do you have to be to, like, find someone who's just, like, made an indie project and put it on Steam and just be like, what a shit game. It doesn't hold up to the standards of the AAA industry. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? Calm down, man. Not everyone has millions of dollars and a daddy who can just fund them for everything. Right. God, but, I wish I did, though. Yeah, that'd be great. Just having a daddy, really. Yeah, but... um, In a sexual way. <laughs> uh, maybe one day you can. Maybe if you ever meet Richard at an Olive Garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that was a fun bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to today's episode. Nah. Okay, so um, my understanding of the game and the storyline, and he kind of jumps around and creates different plot points, but uh, in the Digital Rose game he made, there's one character... He is essentially like an engineer on like a spaceship or a space station that gets overrun by this nurse vampire that zombifies everyone. And then he okay. has to fight his way to the end. So it's like a Dead Space Silent Hill crossover kind, kind of, thing. of thing. Yeah, except it's like a Mega Man universe kind of game style. Cool. So a lot of platforming and very hard jumps, which I don't know how you could implement into Dungeons and Dragons, but maybe we can find a way. Oh, okay. That's an interesting angle. Yeah, because it's a platformer. Yeah. He also likes playing Maple Story. That's another thing. But That's another platformer. Yeah, it's a platformer. Yeah. But recently, he's kind of revamped the storyline of his characters a bit. He's been focusing, at least from what I know from the comic books that he's drawn, a lot on the nun character, who I think is was originally part of a cult where the leader is a vampire, and then she somehow got away, and I'm probably getting all of this wrong, and Richard's going to email me and be like, yo, Daniel at one shot at a time cast at gmail.com, what the fuck are you doing? Love how Richard always shouts me out. Whenever he, like, sends me messages, he'll just, like, shout out my Twitter handle. <laughs> he'll be like, hey, Daniel, you son of a bitch, at one shot at a time. <laughs> how Make sure to you? like and subscribe. Yeah, 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 that's how you farm followers, right? That's how that uh, internet um, fame works. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fame, Maple Story. Oh, right, yeah. You Anyways, that was a fun bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think... <laughs> I think we should step away from basing it off of concepts about his creative work mm -hmm. and then go back to our original concept, which was to just make the ultimate for our best friend Richard fanfic. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that was the original goal. I got lost halfway through. Right. Um, the Olive Garden took me away. <laughs> <laughs> Olive Garden took away my baby. Uh, yeah. Also unlimited breadsticks. Right. Um, Breadstick baby. Yes. So... That's like when you eat too many breadsticks and you look pregnant. <laughs> it just kind of pierce out of you because it's so stale. Oh, God. Yeah, so... Um... All right, ultimate fanfic for our friend Richard. What are we doing here? What are we starting with? Yes, so what are we trying to incorporate here? Space. Love it. Set in space. Set in space. Done. It's got to be on some kind of space station. Vampires. Okay, and well, hold on. So let's do this. So before you said you wanted to try and do like a choose-your-own-adventure sort of like one-player DM module. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do we want to just take some time here and make the ultimate choose-your-own-adventure book for our dear listener, Richard? Yes. Does oh, that God. sound as funny to you as it sounds to me? Yes, it does. Let's fucking go. Okay, okay great. So this is going to be, it's going to be set in space, and uh, Richard is going to be like an android. He's going to be like a cybernetic man. Okay. He's going to have that arm cannon, okay. that signature arm cannon. Mm -hmm. He'll be a sort of mega man, so oh, to speak. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I love it. I love it. Great. And he's going to have to save a large-breasted nun character, perhaps. Okay. From the clutches of an equally large-breasted succubus character, perhaps. Okay, succubus. Okay. Oh, right. Vampire. I mean, it's like... It's the same thing. A very succubus 
Aesthetic. Okay. That sounds great on the mic. Succubus. Aesthetic. Oh, yes. Here comes some mouth sounds. <laughs> okay. So that's the player's goal for Richard, and we'll have to design the obstacles and figure out what the finale is. Right. Um. Yeah, so he's just trying to save his own characters from copyright infringement by us, I sure, guess. Sure, sure. Um, I think that's, that's a good enough basis. So how do we... How do we tie in some fun, spicy stuff for Richard? Maybe he gets into a street fight. I mean, he loves Mega Man Battle Network, so he likes the chips. So maybe we can incorporate okay. those as like a game mechanic. Yeah, right, right. We can incorporate a lot of jacking in and out, <laughs> which is another thing that Richard likes to do. Yes. I assume we're all dudes. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been around yeah. the Battle Network. <laughs> yeah. Putting in our net navvies in right, right. places that we shouldn't. Indeed. We've all we've all battled with the old chips. <laughs> battled your best friends. Oh god, where are we going with this? <laughs> okay, so it'll open with Richard will be entering his first ever battle network battle tournament, and he has to jack into the digital world and save it from some kind of impending evil, and it will take him to the grand backdrop of space. Oh, okay. That makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in like a mega space dome thing. Sure. A Death Star, as you will. Yeah, yeah, they have those yeah, in space. Those exist. Okay. I think, yeah, I've seen that on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Okay, so me so okay, so the concept is Richard has jacked into a computer program in order to prevent the Death Star from destroying our world, and inside of it in order to save the world and take control of the Death Star, he has to save his favorite nun character from a succubus character. Sure, and they're also denizens of the digital world. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. so here's what it is. Here's the premise. Richard is so excited. He's got his first digital battle network device. Okay. And he's so excited to do battle for the first time. So he goes and he jacks into the network world. Okay. How the fuck does that game work again? Uh, Can you just like jack into any fucking Ethernet port and enter the, the internet world? <laughs> I think like lore that wise, that's how it works. But like, I think you're supposed to go into like specific sections because you jack in and then you can get into their network because there's like a jack in port somewhere. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So I think what this is going to be is the setting is going to be like vague near future. Yes, and it's going to be it's all the rage now. TikTok has burned to the ground, <laughs> and now it's all about battling in the digital world. I don't actually. What is the concept in Battle Network? Do you remember? Is there a reason people battle? I think they're trying to like stop like some evil Team Rocket X group. Or but is it? Some I mean, but, but isn't there like an esport basically? Yeah, there's a sports tournament, but I would like to avoid the tournament s arc. No, I, I know, I know, but I mean, well, because obviously that's not going to happen because he has to save the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has to save the digital world. Okay. And by extension, the real world. Mm -hmm. He's like super excited. He's jacking into the network. <laughs> He's just milking that jacking. I mean, it's the terminology, all right? <laughs> okay. Anybody, just go to the Mega Man Battle Network Wikia, and Wikia? you will see that the correct terminology for entering, entering the network world is jacking in, all right? <laughs> Damn, you're so serious about this. There's so much hand-thrusting motion. There is motion. an established canon, and it involves jacking into the digital world. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. So we're taking this game. Richard is starting the adventure by jacking the digital world, and that's where he is. Okay, it his sounds really character. wrong when somebody else says it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on the other other side of this mic, experiencing that whole thing. Okay, jack into the digital world. Okay, yeah. So that's what happens. Okay, so that's the hook. He starts off. That's how he gets. That's he's, what he's doing. He's he's uh he's about to um he's like preparing for his first ever battle but then he he may be like oh, okay and then we'll do the uh something goes the, horribly the wrong shitty anime hook where um he sees a girl being chased by some evil netizens ah okay um and that girl is wearing a nun outfit sure. and she has large breasts <laughs> okay and a gun and yes and a gun and a gun yeah 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 yeah, yeah i forgot that yeah. they also have guns yeah very powerful gun actually yeah yeah she, they also like, explain the gun I don't know the mechanisms of what he created, but... Does it involve jacking into something? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, interesting. But it does shoot large beam weapons at people and okay. kill Cthulhu-esque alien creatures. Cool. So that's a thing. Love that. Right. Already par for the course for our shitty anime hook. There you go. So, hook's open, he jacks in, he's in the network, he embodies his net navvy, 
and he sees the nun character being chased by zombie net oh, citizens. Oh, right. Wait a minute. How does Mega Man Battle Network work? Because he's not... The boy isn't in the network. Yeah. It's just... Me- so does he, like, see Mega Man on his, like, device? Yeah, his little, like, Game Boy Advance Yeah, he's thing. got, like, a Blackberry. Yeah, basically. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how that works. And then he's, like... So he's basically playing a game. There is a portion where, like, they start using with their net navi at some point like really yeah where like the world kind of like mixes with the digital world and there's like these like it's almost like Yu-Gi-Oh, where they create like these like 3d images and then they wear their outfit and then they fight as the net navi I have no idea what that is yeah either. i don't know if we're not incorporating that <laughs> I, it was just something i remember from the show that i watched years ago okay 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 so i think the the sort of like extremely masturbatory experience of this sort of like fan fiction is it's enhanced by the fact that you are not in the digital world, you are guiding a, a mega man of sorts yeah. through it. A mega snizix. Yes. 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 There you go. Great. That's his, that's his NetNavi character name. We've, right. We've officialized right. it for him. Well, it would be something like, uh, okay, so Mega Man people are named after uh, an extremely characterized aspect of their personality or identity and then appending it with their gender. So it would be something like Art Man. Okay. Spaceman. Well, yeah, Spaceman. We'll workshop it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, that's his net navi. He goes in. Okay, so he's in there, and the hook is, while he's in there, he sees the nun girl being chased by a group of zombies. And maybe the world in the network is being affected by a virus turning everyone into zombies. Right. It is a virus created by Chinese company TikTok. Oh, gosh. And they are trying to implant spies in every corner of the internet world. So that they can spy on adolescent youths and figure out what kind of memes really appeal to them. Hold on, we actually killed off TikTok though in this era of the world. Oh, uh, okay, right. It's called Talk Talked. Talk Talk. The Last Talk. The Last Talk, okay. Last Talkic. Okay. Topbok. Cool. Turok. We'll workshop it, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, we'll change it later. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But that's like the story. It starts off there. Now, what does Richard have to do? He sees the nun being chased. Obviously, I assume any player would be like, I have to go save my OC. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So and then so you get into a fight with some zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I guess what would happen is like she runs into you. Bread and mouth. She runs. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. She's carrying a slice of bread in her mouth. And she's like, chikoku, chikoku. (laughs) And then, um, yeah. And then she runs into you. Well, she, she runs into the Mega Man Avatar, and oh, then yeah. uh, Avatar 2 coming soon to the theater near you. <laughs> Classic. And then you have to do a battle. So that's like the first encounter, basically. Okay, okay. So you fight with her. Maybe she's like an ally. Maybe she's an ally player character, NPC. Right, right, right. So I guess, so I'm imagining this is like, not, it wouldn't really strictly be D&D, right? Because if we were going to like build this module and send it to Richard... Because let's be honest, no one else would play this bullshit. <laughs> so No, no, it has to be D&D so I can force Richard to want to play D&D in the future. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I was thinking we were literally just going to send him like a choose-your-own-adventure game book. We could do that too. And if that was the case, then it, it wouldn't really be strictly like D&D in the sense that you're not really choosing what your character does in like the kind of free sense of like the D system mm. but you are just kind of like running into encounters and then like deciding which kind of path you want to take mm. um so so but yeah but like for battles then we could just have it play out like a battle and then yeah. we just have if you lose something happens if you win something happens yes okay okay so what happens if they win the zombie encounter then she gets plus five heart points towards Richard. Ah, so it's a dating sim. <laughs> it's a dating sim. No, interesting. Uh, no, I don't want to do a dating sim. <laughs> it sounds very complicated. Yeah. So I guess it would be something like, um, I don't know. Where, where would this plot go? What? What? Well, let's think of first, like, just like some fun things to incorporate as part of the story, right? So space. Space. We're okay. So we're, uh, space is the final frontier, though. Okay. I mean, they said it in Star Trek, so it has to be okay, true. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Actually, Battle Network is like the fucking perfect setting for this because you can literally just be like, "We're gonna go to Maple World." Okay, and then you just have to like do some Maple Story shit. Okay, okay. Maybe he beats Black Mage, who is like apparently like the third hardest boss in the game now. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, they keep making more. I don't know how. It works. All you Maple Story heads out there, if you want to chime in, hit yeah. me up at at the real Ben Stiller on Twitter, <laughs> and let me know who the hardest boss in Maple Story is now. 
Yeah, so I like that idea where they're essentially jumping through the internet and then going to places that Richard himself is like frequents. Right. I guess. Right, right, right. Um, which we don't actually know. We're just kind of making it up on the go, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it would just kind of be like, I don't know if Battle Network actually does this. I think it does, right? Where like the sort of stages slash like levels that you're in are sort of themed. So there could definitely just be like, you enter, maybe you enter MapleStory. Yeah. That's on the internet. Yeah, there you go. I, I agree. MapleStory would be a prime place for and where it, the internet is. It would probably outlive TikTok. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. If we're if we're being real, that's true. MapleStory's been around a long time. Yep, I'm pretty sure it's been around for like over 15 years. Too bad MapleStory too closed. I really like that game. No, okay, whatever. Anyways, not important. <laughs> not important. Your taste in games is bad. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. But okay, so we know that. Richard runs into the nun girl. Zombies are chasing her. And then yeah. the world of the internet is being affected by these zombie Chinese viruses. And then you ma- he escapes the maple story with the nun girl. And he has to figure out why she's being chased, right? Why is she important? She has the power to portal between, you know, she has the wor- the ability to like freely travel throughout the the network world. What the fuck are we calling this? The internet? Let's just call yeah, it let's internet. call it the internet. Why so not? she has the power to freely travel around the internet. She can bypass firewalls. Oh, okay. She can get into any sort of like encryption. Okay. Um, she's like Aelita from Code Lyoko, in a way. Excuse me. Okay, so you don't know Code Lyoko. Can Leoko. you stop referencing like weird shit that is bad? People, does no <laughs> one watch the stuff I watch? Fuck you, Code Lyoko creators! <laughs> you fucking artistic, creative, vision having ass motherfuckers! I'm yeah. calling you out. Uh, that's the episode today fuck all creatives including us (laughs) (laughs) because my cool mega man battle network fanfic is way sicker than any bullshit any of you could ever create anyways yeah so she is like your dumb character okay cool thank you so she has all these powers to travel and then this is how they get to the Maple Story world because, like, halfway through, she's like, "Oh, I yeah, like let's up. escape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. shoot a hole in the wall and portal us out. Yes, is that what happens in Code Lyoko? No, nah, that's not how that works. Oh, okay. Too bad though. It kind of would be cool. Why don't if they you explain that. that? Code Lyoko? We don't have time for that. <laughs> just... All right, if you want to skip the explanation of Code Lyoko, just skip forward 32 minutes. There's no explanation. <laughs> don't go anywhere after these messages. Hi, have you ever watched Code Lyoko? Well, if you haven't, this is an explanation of that show. Brought to you by my friend, Daniel Locke. Yeah. Take it away. It's a French show, and it's animated. We're done here. Wow. <laughs> Go watch it. It has a great opening. Uh, I forgot it's French. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's Things wild. being French is just funny to me. Anyways, that was a fun bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. French people, you're just hilarious. Right, right. Okay, if we, if we keep riffing on this, then we're actually going to not be able to finish this, because I'm going to forget. Okay, so they escape into the maple world. And it's probably been like, so at this point, Maple Story has probably been around for like 35 years. Yeah, so it's been the third Big Bang. I yes, yes, yes. And the yes. reboot server has been rebooted. It's a the third Big time. Bang update where they actually brought the members of Korean pop group Big Bang into the game. Oh, okay. After they've been immortalized, having their minds digitized into the world. Yes. Okay. So what you have to do is Black Mage has kind of teamed up with teen pop sensation Big Bang, though at this point they're probably really old. Well, they've been digitized, so their figure has been immortalized in their right. useful form. Right. Except for the one that was found for essentially selling sex slaves, essentially, I think. Wow. Yeah, that was a thing. That's a lot. Yeah, one of the singers was... That's not just that. Hey, okay, um, can you just explain the plot to Code Lyoko while I process all of this? No, I won't. I need, like, 32 minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. Right, so, so basically, Black Mage has... Okay, well, if people listening to this don't play Maple Story, can you take 32 minutes to explain that? Jesus. No, okay, so basically there's this big bad evil guy named the Black Mage, and I don't really know the story of Maple Story either, but basically he's an endgame boss. Mm-hmm. Maple Story is like, a, like an online game. And so Black Mage has teamed up with... Okay, well, I'll also explain this because... <laughs> this is going to take 32 minutes, it seems like. Okay, so, so in Maple Story there was a big sort of like update to the game called the Big Bang Patch where they kind of, like, redesigned a lot of the game from the ground up. So, like, a lot of people refer to, like, the game pre-Big Bang and post-Big Bang, because mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, when a lot of stuff shifted up. But anyways, that I'm, I'm only explaining that to contextualize the extremely stupid joke that I'm about to make, <laughs> which is that Black Mage teams up with Korean pop group, also named Big Bang, who has been added to the game in this 30 Years in the Future update, um, and he's trying to take over the, the digital space of the Maple world. So now you have to team up with this nun with a super beam weapon yes. to take them out. Yes. So the final boss is 
or one of the bosses in the Maple Story section is the Black Mage and his four uh, cohorts of his mage circle, the Big Bang Managers. Is that how many members are in Big Bang? I think there's four now. Oh, right, because the one... Yeah, I know yeah. that... Well, one of them also got caught for smoking marijuana while working their military experience. Okay, and bold move. Yeah, although nothing really happened to him, I think. I think he got a hand wave, and everyone was just like, what the fuck? Great. Because marijuana is technically illegal in Korea, but at this time, probably not, because marijuana probably no longer exists, because all plant life has disappeared on Earth, but Oh, we'll wow, wow, this is... Okay, interesting, <laughs> interesting. This is getting fleshed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or de-fleshed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Because there's no more plants. Yeah. Plants are kind of like the flesh of the earth. Maybe the Think hair about that. of the earth? The dirt's probably like the flesh, right? Interesting. Interesting take. Okay. I disagree, but let's move on. Yeah, we only have 32 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we don't have 32 minutes to explain this. Okay, so the they'll get to the Maple Story world, and they'll right. have to fight this boss. Okay, let's say they appear in probably the most iconic town from the game, Henesis. Mount Alenia? Really? Okay, we're disagreeing on this as well, huh? <laughs> I would say I would say Henesis is more like the flesh of Maple Story, and Alinea is more like the hair. Okay, fair. I mean, there's there's a the reason it's called Henny Hose, right? Yeah, that's too deep of a cut. Okay. Now you have to take 32 minutes to explain that. Okay, so so there's a lot of cringy 14 year olds that used to play Maple Story. Yeah, and they were all extremely sexually uh, deprived. <laughs> because that's just how public schools were back then. Anyways, <laughs> I blame a lot of my insecurities on my dad. <laughs> this has been my fanfic. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anyways. Wow, I, yeah, okay. See, this is what I was saying. I actually have no idea where... Okay, so you land in Henesis. Yes. Henesis is a town from the game Maple Story. if you're not clued in. Mm-hmm. And you see that uh, Black Mage has teamed up with Big Bang to kind of like... And he's taking over the Maple World. Mm-hmm. So you gotta stop him there. There'll be an encounter... Do we want to design the encounter? Yeah. I Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, So it's a level 10 fight. You know more about Maple Story than me, so. Yeah, I mean, you're fighting the Black Mage. Just give him a mage stat block. It's fine. He's an Archmage. And then for the BTS members... Well, um, wait. I feel like we should make Richard super powerful in this game. Yeah, I think he should be level 20. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Per- yeah. There you go. He's level 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the things you'll be fighting will be very small time because at this point the level cap in Maple Story have gone up to like 500 or something. Yes, yes, yes. So the bl- the Black Mage will be like a boss you can solo within on your own. Yeah. Like Zakum or something. Right, right, right. So in this universe the uh, Black Mage uh, is actually like a rogue AI that has manifested from uh a corrupted Excel file that was the publication of Nexon's profits, year over year profits. <laughs> okay. And so it's kind of like an AI manifestation of human greed. And what he wants to do is uh, lock the level cap behind a paywall. Oh. So you have to okay. pay to reach max level. God. Okay. Yeah. That's and so, so Richard has to save the Maple World from pay to win. Okay. Okay. So he just has to kill him, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because violence solves everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, because this is like a fanfic, so there's like absolutely no depth to any of the actions that <laughs> any characters in this story Fair. are going to take. Okay. So Richard's level 20. He's a level 20 paladin probably in this world because he plays paladin or i guess he also plays blaster so it's like a fighter class oh yeah i forgot that in maple story he usually plays paladin mm-hmm. okay yeah that's actually perfect yeah so he can play a paladin so he just hits him with like multi-smite right and just right right murders the dark mage yeah yeah mechanically you could probably put it in like an archmage stat block or a lich i think and then just tone it down since it's one level 20 player but he could probably slam his ass in and kill right, him. right. And and then he... there's no there's no stat block for Big Bang, but you, there is one for BTS, so you can use those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just use the four bards, and you'll call it a day. Um, <laughs> that sounds really funny, actually. <laughs> or I mean, I technically one's called G Dragon, so one of them's a dragon, I guess, a green dragon. Wait, excuse me. One of the members of B or of Big Bang is G Dragon. G Dragon sounds like a Ram brand. It sounds like if I went to the store and was buying memory for my computer, <laughs> it would be like, hmm, do I want uh, the Sync Ripper or G-Dragon? <laughs> uh, one of them has RGB, but the other one has a higher clock rate. Oh, maybe that's why the Black Mage is so powerful. He slots oh, in he's running RAM. on he's running on that G-Dragon RAM. Yeah, there you go. The 64 gigabyte. Okay. But- Anyways, that was a fun bit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great. But yeah, so Richard can fight them, and there's a stat block there for Richard to deal with, and also the nun character may have like a cooldown effect where you can use it as a legendary action or like as a bonus action where she shoots a super beam weapon that does like 300 fire damage and holy. 
That's a yep. lot of damage, actually. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, level 20. Yeah, I mean, do we want to bother trying to tweak the encounter so that it's like actually kind of mechanically interesting? How, well, did you have any ideas anyways? If not, we can just get it. I don't know. Well, because like, it needs to be a power fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. And I love the, maybe you need to like, well, I don't want to just be like, stall for time until the lady can fire her beam. Yeah. Maybe just like, yeah, well, I mean, you can kind of just probably, uh... Maybe every time he hits him with a smite, like, she charges her gun faster, and then they're connected on this, like, deep level between each other based off of their abilities. Sure, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, basically just make up a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, or you just have to beat up all the Big Bang members to break the ram, and then he just dies. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay, I just realized something really funny. Because this is literally our fanfic, we can't just be like, yeah, GM can just fill in this later, because it's like, there's literally no one left to take the mantle of filling out the rest of this absolutely absurd fanfic. But what I am realizing now is that there's a great direction I want to take this in, and it is basically Richard becomes the hero that we don't deserve, but that we need, who is going to travel between the internet and um, basically destroy uh, monetization from all games. Oh, okay. So he's going to like go into the Street Fighter world and destroy the, the battle pass. Oh, okay. And okay. then like get rid of the ads. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, he enters Hennessy's, he enters the Maple Story world, he kills the Black Mage and the Big Bang members. Right. With yeah, the help specifically of the he kills them, yeah, yeah, in a really graphic way. Yeah. And then suddenly, I think a hole rips open in the sky and a bunch of zombies start falling out because they're still chasing the nun character, I assume. Yes, ex- yeah, okay. All right. I, so I assume... Th- uh, let's let's do this in a like a very sort of like I'm six years old kind of way, okay. and um, we'll have just a root of all human greed that we can destroy, and, sure. then, and then we fix the world. Okay, I wonder who that'll be. Probably like um, or what that'll be. We'll, 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 we'll It'll probably just be something in space. Crypto. Oh, crypto night. Yeah. Except it's like crypto with the C dash knight as in like a knight in shining armor yeah yeah and you yeah. have to fight the crypto knight yes and, and destroying he'll, it he'll shoot dogecoins at you yeah and destroying it it wipes all corporate greed from the video game world and everyone can now yes. play games for free and frees the nun character who's actually secretly limewire and <laughs> the succubus is the representation of pornhub and <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but then you cut me off, so I just wanted to see how far I could make you go down to some weird oh, okay. rabbit hole. I forgot what I was gonna say. Alright. The defense rests. Okay, so I'm probably Whoa, Daniel you. Radcliffe is back. <laughs> Oi, Mike. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Yeah, anyways. That was a fun bit. Okay, so yeah, let's pound out I don't like how Yeah, I don't like that I said that. I know it was my own fault. It was just like, I feel like there's been a lot of sexual energy in this episode, and <laughs> yeah. saying the word pound. I was is... trying really hard not to emphasize it, too. Right, right, right. Anyways, uh, this isn't about my sexual deviousness. This is about Richard. <laughs> okay. And his, maybe he does or he does not have that. Yes. Uh, let's make it, so basically there's just like three kind of like, quote-unquote, encounters, but it's kind of just like, here's fun references to things. I imagine... This would make a lot more sense if it was, like, his birthday coming up and it was, like, a birthday present to him. Oh, yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, so the next world has got to be Street Fighter, right? Yeah, it's a Street Fighter world. And then, I don't know if, like, we want a third... Oh, I guess maybe a third world and then the final encounter is you go to space. Okay. Because the internet is hosted by Elon Musk's satellites now. Oh. Um, So Elon Musk owns the internet. And Twitter and everything else. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, because everything on the internet he owns because it's all housed in his satellite array. Yeah, all run by his like forty-five different children. What? He has a lot of kids. Ex- take two two minutes to explain Elon Musk lore. Recently, he's been in the news again. One for buying Twitter, finally, and then two... did he buy Twitter? I thought he canceled it. He tried, and then they didn't let him. Right, but it was all like some market manipulation. Some shit, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, recently he also was in the news for get getting his wife. He had a kid with his wife through, like, I think, insemination, and then also knocked <laughs> up... <laughs> that was, like, the most roundabout way to explain someone having sex that I have ever heard. And... He did impregnate <laughs> his wife that he's married to through some method, perhaps insemination of an egg of yeah. some sort, in the womb, perhaps. Yeah, and then I think he also knocked up, like, his, like, co-worker like who's like 
uh, upper echelon, but like works under him, and it was like, oh, a whole deal. Okay, yeah. upper echelon. Yeah, upper echelon. Yeah, exactly. Great. So the final boss is Elon Musk. Now this is how we've set this up. Yeah. Oh, he truly is the manifestation of all human greed in the universe. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Bezos also exists, but sure, why not? Yeah. Jeff Musk. Maybe it's you have to fight both of them. Yeah, they they do the Super Saiyan. Oh dance. shit! The fusion of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Truly, who could stand up to such a powerful cosmic force? Only our dear hero Richard. <laughs> Only a mega man yeah. and a woman with a cool laser gun. Yep. Alright. That makes so, sense. Sounds like we know how this is going to end. So now we do the Street Fighter level. Yes. Um, they break into it. It's Street Fighter 6000. It just released. And you got to team up with Ryu. Yes. And he's still homeless for some reason. Wait, really old. Is he homeless? He's like, he's a wandering street fighter. That's oh, all he does. right, right, right. Yeah. He's essentially okay. homeless. Yeah, true. Okay. And you have to help him harness his Hado. Yes. To destroy the forces of evil that have teamed up to try and monetize the latest Street Fighter game. Oh, okay. The loot boxes and ah, NFTs. adding loot bo- Oh, NFTs in Street Fighter? Yes. I would sooner die where I stand. <laughs> right, and this is why Richard here is defended off. All right, he goes in in full paladin gear and the nun behind him, and they right. go in Actually, face- that ends up working really well aesthetically. Okay, honestly, real talk? If there was like a Mega Man spinoff where he would, it was like Mega Man armor, but it was like sort of like a paladin paladin aesthetic where it kind of has like the knight helmet, uh-huh. and he's doing he has like a sword and shield kind of thing, but it's like a beam sword like Mega Man X. Oh, okay, okay. Or I Zero, guess, I mean. Yeah, yeah, Zero, yeah. Yeah, Mega Man X kind of has that. But... That's a great idea. Now, Fumi, whatever Mega Man's artist is, if you're listening, there's a great idea for you. Yeah, Paladin Man. Yeah, go. Yep. All right. Um, but yeah, they make it to the Street Fighter Mega world. Man of God. Ah, Mega Anyways. God. Maybe that's what Richard turns into at the end. That's his final form. He becomes Mega God. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I was just like, are we treading on too many toes by, <laughs> like, blaspheming? <laughs> that seems fun. Yeah, we're okay. Why not? Only Richard listens to this anyway, so right. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, and this episode specifically, yeah. Everybody else Richard. is tuned out at this point. Yeah, this is just Richard. Probably now. around when we said, like, Jack in for the seventh time. That's probably <laughs> when everybody is checked out. It's like, all right, we're done. Anyways, they're in the Street Fighter world. Obviously, they're helping Ryu harness the Hado to defeat, I guess, Akuma? Or... Well, I mean, it's got to be all of the villains, right? Oh, so McBison, Akuma, Yeah, McBison, uh, Ronald, McVega. <laughs> They're all been nicketized because McDonald owns Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. The, got the, the Akuma burglar. Oh, gosh. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just naming. I was doing, you know, the thing I always like to do where I fuse popular franchises with the McDonald's lore. Yeah. The McDonald's universe oh, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so they're fighting the McDonald's Street Fighter oh, villains. Oh, no, I think they're just fighting Street Fighter villains. They could be McDonald's fight. I don't see why corporate sponsors. It could be a McDonald's fight, you're right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you have to fight all these enemies, and we'll say they're, like, really weak. They're, like, level 5, just pick anything that is a fighter-esque. Okay, yeah, and he so... he just slams. The explanation will be that they are the the most powerful and valuable NFTs in the world of Street Fighter. Oh, okay. And by destroying them, you free... Street Fighter from the NFTs, the corporate overlord grips of Capcom. Oh, okay, okay. And then the only ones that haven't been officially NFT'd is Ryu because he's the most popular character and he's also like... But he's the default starting character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everybody gets him for free, so oh. clearly he has no value. Yeah, and then he that's why he aids you because he has no value. Yes, and by finding his inner Hado, he also finds his inner self-worth. Ah, and then the ability to destroy... Wait, no, that has too much depth for a fanfic. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Okay. Anyways, you kill a bunch of NFT characters. They're all level five. Pick whatever Street Fighter characters you like. Yeah. Which well, from- pick whatever Ronald, Ronald McDonald McDonald's universe characters you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I- they have become NFTs in Street Fighter. Yeah, I think for Richard, we'll just do M Bison, Vega, Balrog, and then Chun Li because our friend Josh likes to play. That oh character. no, they should be evil versions of characters that you guys play against him a lot. Oh, so, so- like evil Cammy and okay. evil Chun Li. Yeah. So it'll be those two characters. Which is also, there, yeah, that works. I guess why not? <laughs> Shows kind of how like what kind of characters we play all the time, right? Yeah, I just like playing rushdown characters. That's why. There's no oh one. god, I thought you were gonna say Russian women. <laughs> yeah, that too. Anyways, we like to fun have fun around here. <laughs> yeah, we like to reveal our fetishes around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one shot at a time. 
What are you going to do? It's my fucking podcast. You're going to fucking shut down my podcast? Come at me. Spotify? Yeah, actually. Apple? No, they can definitely. They definitely have the power to shut down this podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially how small we are. Whatever. Hey, you guys. Tell your friends so we're not so small. If any of you have friends working at Spotify, tell them not to shut us down. And that was just a joke. Yeah. But a bunch of level 20... Uh, a level 20 character versus a bunch of level 5 CR warrior fighters. Easy. Yeah, okay. Quick. And then if you have the nun there, you can give her some more special abilities. Maybe she has like a... La- just more lasers, I guess? Fine. Whatever. Yeah, well, big I mean... laser? I think it's fitting to just give her a big laser, big bang attack. Yeah, Final yeah. special beam cannon. Yeah, and There's the DBZ reference. Yep, there you go. We got it. We got it in there. All right, perfect. And then she can also heal, probably, as a... Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's her abilities. And then now we move on to the finale, which is in space against Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> fused together. Okay, what is the fusion name? Um, we have Gogeta. Yeah. We have what is what the fuck is Goten and Trunks? Go tanks. Go tanks. Okay, so Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. It'd be e- John Busk. John Busk sounds a little too much like a real person. <laughs> Elon. Wait, no. El. Eloth. Eloth. Bezosk. Bezos. Eloth Bezos. Eloth Mezos. Mezos? Oh, like Mezos. Yeah, okay, Mezos. Just call him Mezos the Destroyer. Yeah, Mezos the Destroyer. Okay, there you go. So that's the final villain. He is controlled by... Yeah, he's controlled by the succubus character that shows up in Richard's game all the time. Oh! And has been zombified, and now he's constantly consuming the world's currency... In any way yes. you can. Okay. In the form of greed. And now Richard coming in must destroy the epitome of greed, but also destroy the world's economy at the same time. Ah, thus returning us to what humans were always meant to be, which is a harmonious anarcho-socialist society. Exactly, because that's clearly Richard's M.O., also, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, gets yeah. guns, because Richard likes guns. <laughs> oh, he okay, interesting. This adds an interesting dichotomy. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. All right, so, and then the final boss, I don't know, do you want to make it special in any way? I mean, it sounds kind of funnier to just have it be like a total slugfest, and it's just you punching it out with a big... Giant face satellite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the big moon from uh, Majora's Mask, you're just beating it back oh. here, destroying it. Okay, well, maybe let's flavor some, like, lair actions that this that this guy could have. Definitely he's going to throw some satellites at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you probably have to dodge some satellites. Mm-hmm. What else has he got? He's going to use his solar panels to blind you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, maybe he, he crypto drains you. Oh. So you need to, like, roll, a, roll, like, a wisdom saving throw, or you risk... Maybe, I don't know, doing less damage for a turn or yeah, something. Yeah, you're, you're at disadvantage for an entire turn right. and you can't move or something. Right. You you get restrained or something. Yeah, Because okay. yeah. don't forget that this is all being battled out in the digital world, maybe. And then mm. also you're in space for some reason. I just imagine these two characters like floating through space, like in an old RPG battle. Right, So I guess what happens, what happens would be after you free the members of Big Bang and Chun-Li and Cammy and you remove the chains of uh, capitalism that bind them, then mm-hmm. you take their powers and you fuse with the Avatar. Okay. So Richard fuses with his Avatar, and then it allows, grants him the power to fly to space. Okay. And truly destroy this Death Star creation that is Mazos. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. The absolutely horrifying fusion of two weird, grimy old men. <laughs> Pasty old white dudes. I mean, one of them's got pretty big jacked arms and the other one has hair. Oh, pants. I forgot Jeff Bezos works out. Uh, Musk is kind of just like a pretty weird looking pasty, pasty dude. dude yeah. yeah, I saw a recent picture of him on like a boat and I was like, ooh, that's On a shiny. boat? Yeah. Interesting boat place to you. see somebody. Yeah. He throws a boat at you. Yeah. Okay. He throws a yacht at you. Oh, yes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe, a space yacht. Yeah, space yacht. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of his attacks. Right. You could probably just use like any like giant ape boulder throw kind of thing. Right, right. If right. we're actually going to get into D&D mechanics. But yeah. yeah, I think those are some fun abilities that he can do. And it thematically makes sense with the two enemies we've created. And then I think the nun's abilities is every two to three turns you can recharge and you can do a big beam attack that does 200 fire damage. Sure, yeah. You can it's remove... basically the this encounter is taking too long attack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can do like a cleanse so you remove all debuffs and heal up back to half HP. Right. Or half of your right. HP. So just so there's a little... Things that the nun does to help you. And once you destroy it, the camera pans out to Richard playing the game, like, at a table with hmm. me running it for him. Ah. And then it's just like, he's just like, what the fuck did I go through? <laughs> and then the game ends. And that's just how you wrap the story. Great. Can't wait to hire an animation studio to animate all of this. 
Cool. Maybe the people who did Code Lyoko? Oh, yeah, yeah totally. That sounded pretty cool in the 32 minutes you took to explain that to me. <laughs> Man, I can't believe we've been recording for six hours. We've explained so much on this episode. <laughs> yeah, too bad it all got cut. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, sorry, you guys missed some gold. If you ever want to learn about Kill Lyoko, though, check out our... We don't have yeah, a Patreon. Yeah, sub to our Patreon where we're going to do a lot of live readings of the Wikipedia articles of various pop culture things that we enjoy. Yeah. And then we'll just make fun of each other when we stumble on words. Because that's comedy, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love negging my friends. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> as an adventure, it's pretty meme but. Yeah. Uh, would I play this? Absolutely not. Is that what you're going to ask me? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no. Okay. So to be fair, I actually kind of like, because this kind of feels like a, um, not Steven Universe shit. What's that other comic book about like the guy who has video game powers? Uh, scott pilgrim it kind of reminds me of like scott pilgrim in a way where it's kind of like it's like super cartoonishly evil Mm -hmm. but you are sort of like fighting for justice and there's a lot of like weird callbacks to Mm -hmm. things like sort of like how scott pilgrim references a lot of like 90s arcade stuff yeah um we are referencing something that is way too specific Mm -hmm. because it's things that a guy likes that we know yeah but yeah i don't know i mean like thematically i think it's cool yeah, I, I also agree. I think thematically it's really cool. If I don't think this would make Richard want to play D&D. It definitely not, but it would. <laughs> I would have a lot of fun, I think, like writing this as a story. I yeah. Think. It would just kind of like, it's just fun to like write something for somebody and you get to just like include stuff that they're into. Yeah, and it's, we'll just give it to him on his birthday next and be like, yeah. here's your birthday present. Right. And they're like, what the fuck is right this? Now. What's a cool title for this? Snizzik saves the world. Mmm. Um, Snizzik saves the digital world and mm. then space. And then also, space. there's a big booby nun. A lot of S's. Yeah, a lot of colons too in that yeah. title. That's another thing Richard's into colons. No, he's not. <laughs> Don't just say what he's into, sir. Actually, that's all we've been doing this entire episode. You've played yourself. Ah. All right. Taste my crypto drain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, that's this is a wild episode. I'm trying to think, like, is there anything I actually want to flesh out as a dungeon master if I was going to run this? Is there? Look real deep into yourself. Do you have the dignity left to flesh <laughs> any of this out? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is a level 20 uh, adventure, and usually with level 20 D&D adventures, it gets pretty wild. There's a certain point where it's like, it doesn't matter what encounters you make, because it's more about the bullshit that you put them through and we're putting richard through a lot right now yep yep i mean honestly level 20 characters are not that absurdly powerful if if we're talking like a paladin for instance if we're talking about like how much damage they can do in a turn it would be like they can like smite three times right that's like their maximum damage something like that but then they're hitting like well, I guess they also need, like, equipment and stuff, which maybe Richard will get some swaggy equipped. Yeah, I'm like, sure you would have to give him a lot of cool items. Yeah, just... plus three Maple Mall and all that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, sure, you're doing upwards of, like, 100 damage a turn, maybe, but, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, the sort of scaling stats of monsters and stuff, it's not like it's not like you'll just be, like, breezing through every single encounter if you, true, if true, you set true. him up. But, yeah, I mean, that doesn't matter. It's literally just fanfic, so. Yeah, a Richard fanfic. Yeah, it's fiction written by fans of Richard. You think Richard will appreciate this? Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's our episode for today. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm your Forever DM. You're listening to One Shot at a Time. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode. As always, please leave us a five-star review if you like what we made today or if you just like listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. As always, too, please share with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to help us out and letting them know because we don't pay any money to advertise and if you guys do it for us it really helps us out a lot um, yeah um if you want to support the show feel free to email us at uh one shot at a time at gmail.com is that what that is uh, at one shot at a time twitter is our twitter handle or okay. you can email us at one shot at a time cast at gmail.com right email us there um tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe we'll do a fanfic about you yeah and if not you can just send us a prompt and we can tackle that and not maybe make it as wild and wacky this time yeah, or feel free to just send us a lot of personal details about your life. <laughs> and, and we may or may not do an episode about you. Yeah, hopefully you're okay with that. Waiting we'll for like- those social security numbers. <laughs> Bye! Bye!